I know what it's like to feel invisible. To think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. The year 2021 is upon us. Have you thought about your foundational pillars going into the new year? Instead of setting up a, an age-old, I'm going to lose weight this year, how about if we focused on a pillar? How about if we declared a pillar for the new year? And how about if we made that pillar gratitude? Being grateful for everything that is in your life now. Looking around you and practicing gratitude for what's already present Practicing gratitude can change your life. It will change your life. It will radically improve everything when you focus on what you're grateful for. I feel so strongly about this that I created my 30-day guide to gratitude journal. I challenge you for the year 2021, grab a copy of this journal for yourself and everyone in your household, your friends, do it together. Why not embrace gratitude in a whole new way and make 2021 your best year ever? I dare you. Link is in the show notes. On this episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V podcast, we are talking about those words that you never want to hear. And once you do hear them, you wish desperately you could unhear them. And the words are, you have cancer. You have cancer. What do you do with a diagnosis like that? What do you do with words like that? How do you navigate the waters of that? Well, not alone. You're never alone. And I promised when I started this podcast that we would be on this journey together, that we would learn things together and we would discuss things together. And I would be open and honest and authentic with you because you have been with me. So everything can change in a moment. Everything can change in an instant. That one phone call can change everything. And you never know when that might happen to you. Sunday night, we were decorating the Christmas tree. We had a Christmas movie on. It was about eight o'clock at night and my phone rang and it ended up being my doctor who had just performed a colonoscopy the Monday before. I was getting ready to call on Monday for the pathology report of one polyp he removed that he expected to be nothing, was small. I knew I had to go in for another colonoscopy. The prep wasn't great. And so he wanted me to do another one in a few weeks where we did a double day of prep. Woohoo! <laughs> and he was just going to double check because there's a history of, of colon cancer in my family. And so I was just 
enjoying life, just doing the thing, decorating the tree, watching the Christmas movie and talking with my husband and talking with my mom, the phone rings and it is the doctor. And your immediate response, at least for me, was this pit in my stomach because uh, a doctor calling at eight o'clock on a Sunday night isn't usually going to be the best of news. And so he wanted to discuss the pathology report, which had been surprising to him. And he said, we did find cancer in the polyp. And I want you in here tomorrow morning to discuss this further. And my mind was, was spinning. You start, you start to ask questions. You, it's like, I don't want to wait until morning. Please don't make me wait until morning. Let's just discuss this right now. But he said, it's, there's a gray area here and there's more. And I just, and we, we need to sit down and we need to talk face to face. And so I said to him, listen, I am a very strong person and I deal better with facts than I do just hearing little things here and there. I want to know, are you telling me this is a cancer diagnosis? And he said, yes, you have cancer. And I don't really remember what I asked him after that. I remember agreeing that we would be at his office at nine o'clock in the morning and that he would fit us in and we would discuss what was going on. And so we went in the next morning. I didn't sleep much. We didn't sleep much that night, just not knowing exactly what was coming and not knowing, not knowing anything more than they found cancer in this tiny polyp. I think he told me it was 40% of an inch or something. I mean, it was, we're talking really, really small. And so we went in, I, I went into the room and met with the nurse and then he came in and he said, there was cancer at the tip of the polyp, but what concerned him is that it's an invasive cancer. So we went over the protocol. We went over procedure. We went over what's coming next. We went over the steps and my mind just was throwing out question after question after question. And one of the questions that came out was how I eat so healthy. I keep my body healthy. I move my body. I exercise. And he said, yes, some, sometimes these things don't make sense. What's your stress level like? What's your stress level like? A few weeks ago, I invited you on my journey of working with a naturopath And I had intended this week to come back and do my second episode on this journey of what we had found and what the steps were going forward. And we are still going to do this. But this is coming first because this is part of it. This is all part of it. And I will link that episode in the show notes of this episode so that if you haven't heard that one, it will make much more sense if you go and listen to that one and then come back to this one. And we'll put that link in the show notes. Sometimes the journey is hard, and this is just part of the journey. And this is part of my body saying to me, screaming at me to listen. Over the past few years, my body has been screaming at me to listen, screaming at me. A liver injury that no one could explain why. No one could explain why my liver function declined so much. And it's never come back all the way. No one could explain. No one could explain the fatigue and the inability to sleep. And no one could explain the unexplained unexplained weight loss and and all of these things. All of these things that breaking both wrists, the stress over the past years has been extreme. 
working, working in a job, working with someone who really tried to destroy me and almost succeeded. You're not worth the money your paycheck is printed on. You are worthless. The just comment after comment after comment like that, screaming matches, dreading going into that job, crying going into that job, bringing work home and working until all hours of the night and into the morning, getting up at super early in the morning so I could work out and do it all over again. So when you think you're being extremely healthy because you eat great food and you drink enough water and you work out, it's a tiny, tiny piece of the puzzle. It's super, super tiny, super tiny piece of the puzzle. As my doctor asked me, how's your stress level? How is your stress level? How are you dealing with stress? How much stress are you allowing into your life? Do you ever take time for yourself? Do you ever let down? So this is what I have decided because this is all part of my journey. This is all part of what I will be working with the naturopath on. We will do an episode in the next couple of weeks talking about my hormone tests results, which were, I will choose my wording correctly. They, they were not even close to the levels that I thought I knew they were low. I didn't realize they were that low. And then when you start playing with hormones, you start messing with the internal bits of your body. So how is your stress level? Now, this is my decision. Cancer will not use me. I will use cancer. Cancer does not define me. I do not accept this in my life. It is simply cancer is trying to take residence in my body and I am evicting it. Period. Done. Over. Hashtag cancer survivor. Even though I haven't even had the surgery yet. Even though they have not resectioned my colon yet. I am claiming that in my life. Cancer will not use me. I will use it. I will use it to give myself more of a more increases my story. It increases my story to come and talk to you and to ask you, what is your stress level? Not how much water are you drinking and not how is your nutrition and are you moving your body every day? Those things are all important. Are you taking time to meditate? Are you taking time to read a great book? Are you taking time to sit in a hot tub with an amazing bath bomb? Are you taking time to take a walk for the sake of taking a walk? Are you taking vacation without taking any work with you or even opening social media at all? When was the last time you just totally turned off social media and took a vacation for you, relaxed for you? When was the last time you looked at this temple that houses who you are and thanked it for for housing you? I have way more life to live. And this is my body's last scream. Because it's not going to have to scream anymore. Because I get it. How's your stress level? This journey, we are taking this journey together. We will be talking about all these results. We will be really delving into what this does to us, what this does to our physical beings when we live under this chronic, chronic stress. So the evidence is mixed on whether or not stress causes cancer. My opinion, in my 
unmedical opinion because I don't have any medical background at all other than transcribing medical reports and typing a lot of cancer reports and watching family members go through cancer. But my opinion is that yes, yeah, too much stress has a big impact on your physical and emotional health. That's a fact. Does it cause cancer? The evidence is mixed. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Because there is no reason, based on my last years of how I have, how, how I have attacked, that's a strong word, but how I have incorporated nutrition into my life and water and fitness, all of those things are on point. But sleep? Sleep was almost non-existent for me for many, many years. And the stress of a job that was crushing me. So much stress in the last few years. So there's, there's two kinds of stress, right? And what happens when your body feels stress, your brain sees the threat, senses the threat. It sends out a bunch of hormone signals where then your body throws out hormones like adrenaline and cortisone to meet that stress. And then it falls off in a perfect world. So you have this acute stress, like when you're going to hit somebody in the car and you've got to slam on your brakes, or you have an argument with someone and it's over. So you have the argument or you are stuck in traffic or um, you're meeting a deadline for work or you stub your toe or you trip over a couch. Your brain senses, uh uh-oh, stress, uh uh-oh, and it sends out those hormones after the hormone response of adrenaline and cortisol. But then the stress is over, right? The traffic opens up again. The argument is over. You have slammed on your brakes. The car is stopped. The deadline is passed. You met your deadline. The stress is over and your body can now relax. It's not staying in that heightened state of fight or flight. It's not staying there. It's hitting it and then it's coming back. That's the way we're, we, that's the way we were created. The stress of, right? We've maybe, maybe all of you have heard this. I'm sure some of you have the stress of going out and catching your dinner because either, either you were going to catch dinner or dinner was going to catch you. But then the stress immediately disappears once you catch dinner or dinner catches you. <laughs> that's the way we were created to live. We weren't created to live in chronic stress. Chronic stress comes from living in an abusive or dysfunctional home. Chronic stress is a job you hate, a job that every day you get up and you drag yourself to, wondering how you're going to, sur- going, to sur- going to survive. And maybe it's a boss or a fellow employee or someone you manage, someone who is making your life a living hell. That's chronic stress because you're not sleeping at night. You don't leave work and forget about that and go back and face that again in the morning. You are thinking about it all night long. You are thinking about it 24-7. You're taking work. You're taking work on vacation with you because you want to prove yourself more valuable to corporate America or to your boss or, or to an employee or that employee is calling you at all hours of the night. These are all things I faced. This was chronic stress. Chronic. Financial trouble. Financial trouble that you focus on the financial trouble rather than the solution you focus on the financial trouble you're in will create all kinds of chronic stress in your life. You're not going to sleep. You're worried about something instead of focusing on a solution that's bringing chronic stress into your life. 
caregivers live under chronic stress. Someone who is caring for a loved one, whether it's in their home or they're in in a long-term care facility or an assisted living, it is chronic stress when you are the caregiver. And when you're the only caregiver, it's, it, it, it is even heightened. There is evidence that caregivers have shortened telomeres. And I don't understand all of the science, but, a short, but the shortened telomeres in your body lead to a shortened life. There is all kinds of evidence that caregivers often die before the person they're caring for because of that chronic stress. So what happens with chronic stress is that those, those hormones stay elevated. You stay in fight or flight 24-7 and your body never has time to recover. So when you have that acute stress, you might have an increased heart rate. You might have, you might sweat. Your blood pressure might go up. Like, like when you are going into a doctor's appointment that you don't want to go to and your blood pressure seems elevated, you're nervous to be there. That's a normal stress response for an acute stress. You might get tension in your muscles. You might hold your shoulders tight. But with chronic stress, chronic stress, you're looking at heart disease, anxiety and depression, digestive issues, weight gain, sleeping issues, trouble concentrating, fertility issues, and a weakened immune system, a weakened immune system. All of these things are going to make you more susceptible to anything that comes along, including the common cold or stubbing your toe more, dropping more things, falling more. Because your body is trying so hard to live in that state of chronic stress that it starts to just shut down. It can't do it. We weren't created to live this way. So how is your stress? How's your stress? We're going to talk about this a lot over the next few weeks following this journey of being with a naturopath. We've just added more to the journey. And I want to invite you in on this. I am sharing this with you. I am going public on every platform I have about this diagnosis, not because I want sympathy or (laughs) honestly, it's hard for me even to accept it. Maybe that's part of my journey is learning to accept the embrace and the love of people. The outpouring has been amazing. It has been unbelievable. It has been overwhelmingly, I'm overwhelmingly grateful for all of the love and support that is coming at me. I'm not doing this. I'm not going public to get attention. I'm going public with this because I'd never want any of you to get that phone call ever. I want to be the voice that says, how's your stress? Not how much water are you drinking? How much are you working out? How's your nutrition? Those things are all important. I am not downplaying them, but how is your stress? I will keep asking you that. I am inviting you on this journey so that you never have to take it. I don't want anyone to have to take this journey again. And I will use my voice until I have no breath left in me. How is your stress? When you under, are under continuous activation and exposure to those hormones, So remember we said your brain senses the stress or senses the threat. It sends out hormone signals, which then send out hormones into your body. So when you are in that heightened activation and exposure to your hormones, it can lead to spread and growth of cancer cells because you have, because we are, and because we, we are flattening our immune systems. 
We're destroying our immune systems and we're increasing inflammation in our bodies. And we might even, we might even start leaning to unhealthy coping mechanisms like eating too much, drinking too much, smoking too much, not sleeping enough, watching movies all night long because because once you lay down to sleep, your brain starts going and the stress gets higher. So we just watch TV all night. We lean to these unhealthy things. The inflammation is growing. Your, your immune system is, is just annihilated. So in my opinion, yeah, yeah, stress does, does lead to these diagnoses that we don't ever want to hear. Stress is a constant It's like someone is taking a sledgehammer and just pounding your body. That is stress. That's what it is. Your body can't withstand all of that pounding. It just can't do it. So how is your stress? How's your stress? This is your life and you get one chance and you get one body and you get to choose how to treat it. I implore you. Take a look at the entire picture, not just your water or how many steps you're taking or what great workout you're doing or what shake you're drinking. I've been drinking the best shake on the market for years. But all all of those pieces, all of those pieces were tiny pieces of the puzzle and I was missing the big piece. How was my stress off the charts? off the charts. You never want any of you to hear those words. So I will be as public with this journey as I possibly can. I don't ever want you to be on it. It's not fun, but I am learning a lot. And I am learning that it's okay for dishes to sit in the sink. And it is okay if I don't get everything done on my to-do list. And it is okay for me to lay down and sleep in the afternoon if my body's saying it's tired. It is okay for me to embrace the joy and have fun. In fact, it's a priority for me to find the fun. Life is too short. Life is too short to live in chronic stress. Heart disease, anxiety, and depression, digestive issues, a weakened immune system, fertility issues, trouble concentrating, trouble sleeping, weight gain. None of those things are fun. And they all come from living under that chronic stress. Find ways to relieve stress. We're going to talk about that in upcoming episodes as well. For now, take some time for you. Pick up a book you want to read and sit down and read it. And don't let anybody make you feel guilty for taking that time for you. Don't let anybody say, hey, well, uh, it's nice you have time to sit around and read. Yeah, you know what? You're saving your life. Take time for you. How's your stress? That's your journal prompt. My stress level today is fill in the blank. And I intend to do blank about it. My stress level is blank and I intend to do fill in the blank about it. How's your stress? Let's get rid of the chronic stress in our lives. And let's just see how much healthier we are. I'm excited about this journey, and I am so happy you're on this with me. I love you. I am your biggest fan. The journey has just begun. 
Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.